get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. You've got BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. The breaking news today here in St. Louis is that Craig Berube has been let go as the head coach of the St. Louis Blues. We are broadcasting at the Centene Community Ice Center via the E&B Granite Studios, where Doug Armstrong just a little bit ago held his press conference today, and we're reacting to the news with Craig Button, hockey analyst for TSN. You can follow him on Twitter, at Craig J. Button, one of the best in the business. You will not find a better hockey analyst out there. Craig, we appreciate the time, as always, man. Let's get right into this. What was your reaction last night when you saw the news that Craig Berube had been fired here in St. Louis? Yeah, not surprised. Uh, I think that uh, when you look at a team that certainly uh, uh, kind of had lots of inconsistencies in their game, a lot of different elements that you're looking at from uh, from a, 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 an evaluation point of view, where you're saying, okay, these are things that just you know don't give us a chance to win. We we, we hurt ourselves, and you know when you start to when you start to get to a point. And there was reports that, hey, listen, there was a lot of uh, eyes uh, on, on Coach Craig Ruby in, in, in St. Louis heading into that game. When those types of feelings start to come out or the, those reports start to come out, you know, I, like Doug Armstrong made the change after the game last night. He, I, he had already made up his mind he was making a change. Now, I mean, that doesn't mean it would have happened if they won last night. Maybe he may have waited another day, but he, but in, in his mind, he'd already made it, he'd already decided he was going to change the coach. Now, you know, I hear I hear a lot. Well, the, you know, the St. Louis Blues they didn't play to their identity. You know, when they won the Stanley Cup in 2019, that's a long time ago. And the team that the St. Louis Blues had today, they can't play to the identity that the Stanley Cup winning St. Louis Blues uh, had, and that's not on the coach. That's on the person. That's on the person with the personnel. And that falls squarely on Doug Armstrong's shoulders. And I'm sure, in fact, I would be shocked if Doug wasn't accountable for that. Well, and to that point, Craig, when you look at this roster, it's pretty clear on paper that it's not a, a Craig Berube type roster. So it feels like the downfall started, and we talked about this a little bit ago. Once the Alex Petrangelo situation happened why do you think it trended this direction with Doug Armstrong of getting away from the personnel that matches Craig Berube's identity well well you know Craig was the coach and and you know you go back to that point in time you know just around this time you know the Blues weren't performing very well you know the end of 2018 and you know you looked at the team I, I know we look at it that doesn't perform to the identity of Craig Berube the St. Louis Blues don't perform to the identity of any team that has desires on winning the Stanley Cup. It's a small blue line. I mean, you think about the players they lost. I mean, they lost. I mean, Jay Boomister leaves, Alex Petrangelo leaves, Edmondson leaves, and now you've replaced them with small defensemen. Good luck. Good luck is all I'm going to tell you. You lose, you lose some skill. You lose some size and, and, and strength and depth in, in, in your forward group. You're not going to compete. I don't care who your coach is. You can put Scotty Bowman, Al Arbor, John Cooper, Jared Bednar, and Craig Berube behind the bench. None of those coaches are going to like the team that's there in terms of trying to compete for a Stanley Cup. I think it's too easy to say that you have a team. Listen, I'm going to go back in time. 
back in early in when Dyke took over the job in Dallas as general manager, he traded he traded Joe Newendike and Jamie Eisenbrenner. That was a fundamental change to two key players on the team in Dallas. They never found their way again. Losing to Alex Petrangelo is is exactly the same for the St. Louis Blues that it was losing Lagan Brunner and Newendike. Is there a way to get this thing back on track quickly, Craig? Because I think that's one of the questions that a lot of Blues fans are asking right now. They are saying that this is a retool. This is not a rebuild. They hope to be back in the playoffs. They believe that they can compete for the playoffs as soon as this season, and that's part of why this move was made right now. Do you believe that this is something that can be gotten back on the tracks quickly, or is this a longer-term rebuild that we're talking about right now, given what the roster is? Well, I guess we're going to have to define what's longer term and what's quick. Okay. Sure. So, you know, like, I, like and, and I'm just going to go through this uh, in, in, in this manner. I, I would not expect when, when it's December the 13th, that when you're making a change of this uh, magnitude, that you're going to come out. Yeah. We don't think we have a chance to make the playoffs. Of course they think they have a chance to make the playoffs. That's why they made the change. And they're not going to come out and say, Hey, listen, you know what? We made this change, but like, you know, we don't have any chance to play us. But I, I don't see them as a playoff team. I, I, I didn't see them as a playoff team before the season started. I certainly don't see them as a playoff team now. Now, so if, if, if it's about can they quickly turn this around uh, with respect to, uh, you know, making the playoffs, I don't think that's realistic. You know, a, a new voice, Drew Bannister is a good coach, in my view, and, you know, bringing in some different ideas and, 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 and some different uh, concepts of how you want the team to play. I, I, I think that that's, uh, can have a can have an impact, and you get the players' attention when you make a coaching change like this. Now, when it goes to what does this what does this mean for the for the longer term future of the Blues? And when I, I'm talking about going to next year, I think the St. Louis Blues have a really good pool of prospects. Like I'm not talking about players. Oh, they might be able to play in the NHL. They look like that. I'm talking about a really good pool of prospects. I mean, you're seeing Jake Neighbors play this year. Jimmy Snuggerud, who was a first-round draft pick, is going to be a really good player. Uh, Zachary Bolduc, to me, is going to be a really good player. The players they drafted last year, three in the first round, they're all going to be uh, playing at the World Junior Tournament. Dvorsky, Stenberg, and Lindstein, all good players. What does that mean? They're young, and it's going to take two years before those players are going to come in and make a material difference to your team. That's just the way it works. So is, is there a real promise? The, the coverage are far from there. There's really good uh, prospects in the thing. And, 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 and I, I mentioned neighbors. And there's Cairo and Thomas who are not old. They're young players. And when you have that kind of a base, then you don't have to look at something as a complete rebuild. You're looking at it as a, I, I, I think this is a reset with the coach. I think that's clear. I, I'm, I'm stating the obvious here, but I do think that this is a, a retool in terms of like, okay, we're going to give our play, we're going to give those younger players a, a, an opportunity to grow. We're going to give them an opportunity to develop, which is necessary. But if, if, if this team, if anybody thinks that this team is going to turn around and be a contender in the next 18 to 24 months, I think that is really unrealistic. And Craig, speaking of Drew Bannister taking over as the interim, we only know from his work in the minor leagues and from junior leagues, a former NHL player, but Doug Armstrong talked about the job being wide open while they search for the permanent head coach. 
Is there a, a coach that you feel like matches the identity of what Doug Armstrong's searching for? Because everybody in St. Louis brings up the names of like Joel Quenville if he becomes available or available again. Or, or do you start to look maybe outside the the traditional coaches who have been in the NHL before? Well, I mean, Joel Quenville is dealing with a situation uh, that hasn't been resolved as of yet, and, and that's reinstatement from from the commissioner. So until that process, and, and, and until there's a, a desire uh, to, to, to begin that process by team, by, by, by individual, in this case, Joel or both, you, you know, that's the, I don't want to say he's in limbo, but, you know, that's the uncertainty of it. You know, we, we, we keep talking about the identity of the team. I, I don't think, I, I, Doug, in my view, hasn't lost what, what, uh, what, what the view of a good team looks like. And, and I just mentioned the prospects, but this team isn't it. This team isn't it. And again, so it's not about a coach. It's a, like a particular coach. You always want a good coach, a coach that can come in and a coach that can instill a really good system of team play, uh, a, a togetherness, a, a, a esprit de corps within your group. And, and Craig Bruby did that. And good coaches do that. I, I think you have to take a, a, a view of this team. Okay. What do we need now? What do we need going forward? Can that be the same person? And where do we find ourselves in two years, three years down the road? Because two, three years down the road now is going to be very different for that coach. I, 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 you know, teams reach a point. I, I, a good example is the Vegas Gold Knights. The Vegas Gold Knights had Peter DeBoer. Good coach. They didn't make the playoffs. I mean, he, he didn't, he, the year that he didn't make the playoffs, they let him go. They hired Bruce Cassidy. They were in a very different mindset. They were trying to find a coach that could come in and get that team back to that level. They win the Stanley Cup. The Blues aren't there. I, I think that when you're looking at the coach, it's about somebody that can help this team grow, help the individuals grow. And two years down the road might be a better time to start evaluating, do we need a different coach? I, person, pers, Personality-wise, coach and GM have to match, have to work together. I mean, Drew Bannister isn't in the organization by accident. You know, that process is all, all, has already taken place. Now for Doug, gives him an opportunity to, you know, watch Drew at the NHL level, spend some time with him, watch how he interacts with the players. And, and that's what this year will, will, will do. The remainder of this year will do uh, for that relationship. And going forward, how Doug feels about Drew remaining in the job or, or looking elsewhere or looking outside or looking past Drew for somebody else. Craig Button is our guest for just another minute here on 101 ESPN. Hockey analyst for TSN, also former NHL general manager. We always appreciate getting his perspective here on the show. Uh, Craig, my final question for you. Do you believe that the Blues made a mistake with the decision to fire Craig Berube? How are we going to view this decision in your mind a couple of years from now? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say, listen, I, I think Craig Berube is a really top-notch coach. But coaches have expiry dates. And I think that, you know, wh where the team was at, where Craig was at in terms of his coach, it doesn't make him any less of a coach. But you're, you're trying to affect change with your group in a manner where the coach takes sometimes responsibility and sometimes accountability that isn't all on him. But, but that's, the, that's the fact that, that that's the nature of, of, of pro sports. That's the nature of coaching. Craig knows the deal, and everybody knows the deal. I, I think that the evaluation of this is going to have to be 
I think we did it earlier here. Like, is it Craig Berube's fault that the composition of the team is, is, is not one that can contend? I don't think so. And I said it earlier. Doug will be fully accountable. Of that, I have no doubt. And so you make the first change knowing that, you know, we have to, we have to do something to make a change. And now the second part's going to have to be how, how is Doug going to retool this team? Because that's, that's, that's the next mandate. And my final one from you, Craig, and really appreciate the time. That that retooling this team, it, for me personally, it feels like it's the defensive side. And I remember talking to you at the beginning of the season and you talking about how teams just really aren't afraid of the Blues in terms of going to the front of the net. Is that still the biggest need for Doug Armstrong is fixing this defense? Absolutely it is. Absolutely. You cannot, first of all, you can't lose at number one you know, elite defenseman and Alex Petrangelo, you, you can push players up into, into those minutes, but you don't replace the quality of minutes that Petrangelo delivered. So that, that exodus by Alex Petrangelo has left a massive hole in the blue line. You know, Jay Boomeister was really good. I mean, he was older. He was moving on. Joel Edmondson, but they added a lot of stuff. The, the blue line isn't good enough. It, it, it's not big enough. It's not long enough. It's not hard enough defensively. And so until that improves, that's the first thing that's got to improve in my view. And until that improves and until there's reinforcements on the blue line, the blues will continue to struggle in the same areas that they've struggled last year and this year. Craig Button, you're the absolute best man. Thank you so much for joining us on short notice. Reach out to you last night. It's incredibly kind of you to be able to hop on, on with us this morning. All the best to you and yours. Hopefully we'll talk with you again soon, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always happy to help. Awesome. Thanks, Craig. That's Craig Button, former NHL general manager, now a hockey analyst for TSN for my money, uh, one of the best hockey analysts in all of North America. Alex, I think he spelled it out there, and he's, he's echoing a lot of our sentiments.